Somehow he could help. To the kid, it must have looked like there was a hellhound on his tail. Get control of your ship, Lano told him, though honestly it looked like Tom had already done just that. The yacht had stabilized its flight, even with one damaged airfoil. The kid had skill, Lano thought. He had the makings of a great pilot, if he didn't die right here. You all right? I'm fine. Then let's think about how to keep you that way. Slow down and let's talk about this, okay? First things first, we need to get out of this atmosphere. Let's head back to the Hexus. I can't promise people there will be happy to see you, but I'm not going back, Tom replied. I'm never going back. It should have been over by now. It should have been quick and painless. He should have hit that freighter dead on and that would have been that. Tom realized his eyes were closed. That was stupid. You never closed your eyes when you were flying. You needed to be constantly aware of everything around you. He opened his eyes and laughed. There was nothing to see out there. Black mist writhed across his viewports. His displays were all turning red, but who cared? That was kind of the point, wasn't it? Just fade to black. If only Lano would shut up and let him get on with it. There's no way forward here, Tom. If I have to shoot you to stop this idiotic chase, I will. Turn back now. Why would I do that? Tom asked. Because right now I'm the only friend you have. You're my father's puppet. I know you'll take me back there if I give you the chance. You're wrong, Tom. I just want to help. Tom leaned back in his crash seat and tried to just breathe. He was surrounded by expensive wooden fittings. His seat was upholstered in real leather. He couldn't help thinking the yacht would make a luxurious coffin. Tom was, had been, the son of the planetary governor of Hibalba. He was used to a certain degree of luxury. He understood now how much of that he'd taken for granted. Nothing had ever been denied to him his whole life. No one had ever bullied him in school, his father's bodyguards had seen to that. No one had ever said no to him as long as he could remember. But now Lano wouldn't just give up, wouldn't just let him go. It was infuriating. Tom wondered why he didn't just switch off his comms panel, block Lano's transmission. Maybe, he thought, he just wanted to hear another human voice before he ended this even if he didn't want to hear what Lano had to say. I was just your father's escort pilot, Tom. I'm not here to avenge him. The Navy assigned me to work for him, but it was just a job. I never even liked him. I hated him, Tom replied, unable to resist. Maybe he wanted to justify what he'd done. I always hated him. Well, that's in the past now, Lano said as is my job. I don't owe him anything now that he's dead. I came after you because, believe it or not, I do like you. That's all. Please believe me. I can't, Tom said. Lano, I'm sorry, but I can't trust anyone right now. Over the line, he could hear Lano sigh in frustration. Why'd you even do it? Lano asked. Why kill him? In a year, you would have been away at university, away from him. You think so? Tom said. 
You don't know anything, Lano. So enlighten me. Tom smiled at the black mist that surrounded him. He couldn't think of a good reason to lie. Not now. I wasn't going to uni. I wasn't going anywhere. He was sick. All that stress of his high-powered job just ate away at his heart. You know what they do when your body gives out like that? They give you a new one. So he would have lived a little longer. You still don't understand, do you? I wasn't born to be his heir. When you were rich and powerful, you didn't have to worry about getting sick. You didn't have to make do with an artificial pump ticking away in your chest or taking immunosuppressive drugs for the rest of your life. You didn't even have to worry about getting old. No, not if you had a little forethought. Not if you could afford to have...